Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and we have a great episode for you today. I have a bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And I am just so happy that you're here. Hope everybody had a great week. It was a good week, wasn't it? Because you didn't have to go to work that many times. And don't we love that? Absolutely love that. So it definitely, I kept forgetting what day it was. I was all, I was all out of whack last week. Um, but girls, I had a lot of fun in New Jersey. We went down the shore. I felt like Snooki. I felt, felt like Wow. I felt like Sammy's sweetheart. And, um, we were out one night at a bar and I saw this guy, guys, this is such an obscure thing. I become obsessed with these people that I see on, on the internet, on TikTok. Okay. These like random influencers, but they're not really influencers. They're just regular people. And they're fascinating because you just want to know everything about them. And there's this guy on TikTok that I've been following for a long time. He's like a nerdy young, like guy. Okay. I'm not like, Oh, I'm not like, like following him because I think he's hot. I'm not following him because I think he's like, I don't know. I just am infatuated with his life. Okay. He's like a nerdy young guy. And he goes, Hey, what's up you guys This is my outfit of the day. And he's like, it's American Eagle type of day. And he's like, got my shirt and my pants are from American Eagle. Right. And you're just like, whoever has in the history of life, at least since 2007, 2008 said it's an American Eagle type of day. Okay. So that's the kind of vibe this guy has. And then he goes and gets Starbucks. Sometimes he's like today, I'm going to be trying. You guys told me I have to try out the shaken espressos from Starbucks. So we're going to go do that. And then he takes a sip of it and he goes, it's all right. Not really my favorite. Anywho. Okay. I'm obsessed with him. I want to know everything about him. I want to interview his family. I want to interview his friends. I find this man fascinating. His name's Adam. And he, he literally, he literally will look you dead in the eyes. He'll literally look at the camera dead in the eyes and he'll go, it's a, it's a Hollister type of day. Girl, please. I'm obsessed with him. And I was at a bar down the shore with my friend and we're standing, talking to these guys. I see him. I see Adam walking towards me, walking fucking towards us. Like he was like, he like was just going our direction. And I go, (gasps) I took my breath away. And I said, it's him. And my friend is a normal person. So she had no idea what the hell I was talking about. She said, who? And I said, it's him, girl, it's Adam. And she's like, I literally don't know who Adam is. What are you talking about? And I said, girl, it's a really long story. And I can't get into that right now. She said, okay. (laughs) And being the the supportive bestie that she is, she goes, is he like a famous person? I said, girl, it's, it's, it's deeper than that. Because you guys know I've met just about every famous person on the face of the earth and I couldn't give any less of a shit. It's, he's not famous. It's a, it's different. She's like, okay. I said, I'll have to explain it to you later. And she goes, do you want me to take a, do you want me to take a picture with you and him? Like, I'll take a picture of you guys. I said, girl, no, I'm too nervous to talk to him. (laughs) I've met, I've met Leonardo DiCaprio. I've met Michael B. Jordan. I've met everyone under the damn sun. Okay. Any musician you could think of actor, you I'm just, I don't know what it is. I got really nervous. I got really nervous when I saw Adam. (laughs) 
So I didn't say anything to him. And I, I commented on one of his videos. I said, Adam, I saw you when I was in Wildwood and I just got too nervous. I couldn't say hi. And, and he didn't fucking answer me. So I, I, I'm upset because I, I should have taken a picture with him. I got really freaking nervous. Um, but I showed my friend his videos. And at first she was a little she was a little confused. She said, this is a guy that, that stopped you dead in your tracks. I said, keep watching because you're going to be hooked. And the whole week, every he posts a video like every day, the whole week, I'll like wake up to a text message from her. She'll be like, new Adam just dropped. Ad- Adam went to Adam went to get donuts today. She's obsessed with him. She goes, girl, I fucking love this guy. I go, I, I'm telling you. But anywho. That happened. What was everybody drinking on Fourth of July? I was drinking Corona's. It's been it's been a, you know, light beer kind of weather. I consider Corona, Tecate. These are like my favorite beers, my go-to beers. Anyway, Corona, Tecate, uh, Pacifico, Modelo. Love a Modelo. Um, those are like my favorite kind, but it's been like the perfect weather for Corona with a lime. Woo! I was at a bar the other night and they had this thing. You, you go up to the bar and you say, I'll have a Tecate dressed up. You want to know what they put in it? They put, they put uh, hot sauce. Sign me up. They put lime. Okay. And, and salt girls, that is the dream. That is the dream drink. If you, if you're, I know some people are probably like, that sounds disgusting. I'm telling you, it's good. I love hot sauce. Anywho, love that. Love that. So that's what I've been drinking. But I was talking to my friend the other day about, um, like the drinks that I used to like Mike's hard lemonade. Are you kidding me? Do they even still make that? It's so good. Twisted tea by whatever, whatever, whatever happened to cracking open a, a fresh smearing off ice, whatever, whatever happened to that. I don't even know if I, my stomach could handle that th- these days, probably a little too much sugar. Right. And anytime I have a drink that has a lot of sugar, like a cocktail or whatever, I swear to God, it gets me so much more drunk than, it, than regular alcohol. Anywho, um, yeah, you guys, I shout out to my girlies that saw me on, on dates this weekend. I got, I went on two dates. I went on one date on Thursday. I went one day, kind of like a date on Saturday. I had gone out with my friend on Friday and I met this guy at the bar and then he asked me to hang out on Saturday. So that was a date. I don't know. I, I consider it a date. Um, but both times I went out, I got DMs from from the girls saying, I saw you out with a guy and I didn't want to say hi to you. First of all, you could always say hi to me. Number one, I'll punch that motherfucker right in the face and I'm, and I'm going to leave with you and your girls. We're going to have a girls night instead. And that's what I'm going to say to the guys. But God, it's kind of it's, it kind of feels crazy. Well, the date on Thursday was a was a second date. And then. But it feels crazy because I'm like, oh, my God, did you like what do you think? Like, did you see me flirting? Like, what did you see? What did you see? I didn't like I wasn't making out or anything. But oh, wait, I actually oops. Listen, here's the thing, girls, you can always say hi to me. Don't ever worry about it. I the girl who messaged me today, she said, I saw you when I was out yesterday and I wanted to say hi. But, you know, you were on a date and I said, I said, um, oh, thanks, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you could have said hi to me. And 
she said he had construction worker vibes, which is so funny because he literally works in tech. But I was like, you know me. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. Girl, the girls know me. Sorry, I was taking I was taking a sip out of my 64 ounce, you know. My 64 ounce stainless steel water bottle that's full of Mike's heart. <laughs> God, I wish I went out. Uh, so I'm recording this pretty late on Sunday. It's 8 15 PM. I took a nap today, you guys, and I never take a nap, but unless I'm absolutely lethargic and can't see straight, I won't take a nap. But guys, you know what happens when I late, when I go down for a nap, this is why I don't do it. When I go down for a nap, I'm not sleeping 20 minutes. I'm not sleeping, you know, an hour I'm sleeping six hours in the middle of the day. Um, but I just have not been sleeping well for like a month. And I don't know what the hell has been going on with me. But this morning I woke up kind of not even early, but I woke up at like nine. My friend had a, a scan at the hospital that she was nervous about. So I went with her and then we went out to lunch and then I came home, but I was like doing things around the house. And I'm like, right, I'm going to sit down and record the podcast. And guess what? I laid down for a second. I, Robert was laying right next to me. And I was petting him. And that's the last thing I remember. So. Anywho. That's that, you guys. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends this week. Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by Rocket Money. I hate when I sign up for a quote unquote free 30 day trial of something and totally forget about it until I get charged. If you're anything like me, you're one of the over 80% of people who are paying for subscriptions that they've completely forgotten about. If you don't know what you're paying for or how much it costs, it's time to try Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. You guys, this is one of these ideas. I'm like, why didn't I think of this? I think this is so genius because I can't tell you how many times I sign up for an app or I want to, you know, look at something on a website and they go, you can't do this first month's three, first month's free. And then we'll start charging. And I go, okay, don't mind if I do next thing, you know, here I am paying out of the for these apps that I don't even use. So I think this is so great to consolidate, to see what you're spending on because I lose track of things. And for somebody like me, I mean, I swear, this is like such a genius idea. Uh, it's so easy to use and it can save you a ton of money in times like this where prices are constantly rising. It's awesome to have rocket money so you can control your finances. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com SKC. That's rocketmoney.com SKC, rocket money dot com slash skc we also have factor meals summertime is busy you're trying to work you're making money you're surviving you're trying to get margies with the girls cooking is the last thing on your mind let factor handle meal times for you america's number one ready to eat meal kit helps you fuel up fast by delivering delicious food right to your door ready in just two minutes factor meals are fresh never frozen just heat them up and enjoy you guys again something that is so convenient it helps me out when i'm in a pinch i absolutely love factor their stuff is so healthy and I don't feel like cooking. So sue me. I don't feel like cooking, especially in the summertime. You think I want to have my stove on for an hour? You think I want to have my oven on for an hour? No, I just want to heat something up, have it ready in two minutes. It's fresh. It's delicious. And it's healthy, which is 
really important. So whether you're counting calories, looking to boost your protein intake, or you follow a very specific dietary lifestyle, Factor has you covered with over 34 weekly meal options to choose from, like grilled steakhouse filet mignon and green goddess chicken. There's always something new to try. Factor isn't just for dinner time. Upgrade your lunches and your snacks with microwave-free on-the-go options to save you tons of time every day. Head to factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 and use code secretkeepers50 to get 50% off. That's code secretkeepers50 at factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 to get 50% off. Let's get to some of these emails you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Um, you can always send them in. If I don't get to them, you can always resend and bump them up. Love to see it. And sometimes, you know, you know what I'm going to say. Sometimes these things slip through the cracks. So this says, hey, Carly, uh, this one says, uh, resent, please read me international shit crappens at an FMK. Okay. And I will say I'm excited that I read that as resent instead of resent. Because you guys, since, and this is totally unrelated to this email, I'm going to get to it, but I've been taking these, you know, I've been taking classes because I'm trying to learn how to speak another language. And when I tell you, God, I just, it kind of takes me back to school where I just feel so stupid 24 seven. When I'm in a class, when I'm having a session or like with this tutor, maybe it's just the tutor isn't a good fit. I was thinking about trying somebody else because I had told when I had reached out, I had said, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to do like, I want to have a conversation. I want to learn conversationally the way that they say like, yeah, if you learn a language in school, it's very different than just going, like when you go to the country, you still may not understand it or be able to speak because you don't have the dialect down and you don't know the like cadence of the words and all that stuff. So I had said, I want to learn just by repeating things to each other back and forth, because I am not expecting to, by the time I go in September, I'm not expecting to be fluent in this language or even conversational. I just want to be able to do the basic things, ask for directions, ask, you know, make a reservation, say, hello, how are you respond? You know, just like little, little things. And we're doing schoolwork and it's driving me nuts because it reminds me of the fact that I can't do damn schoolwork. I suck at school. I hate it so much. Okay. I'm not letting it completely, you know, turn me off, but it's hard. You know, he said, we're going to do nouns and verbs. Do Do you have any questions? I said, what the hell are those? I don't know what those things are. I don't know what a verb is in English, girls. You know me. And guess what? I'm fine. Doing no- nouns and verbs. Guess what? I've I've gone my whole life. <laughs> I've gone my whole life. I'm 32 years old, not knowing what a noun and a verb is, and I don't plan on learning now. Please. So, yeah, I think I might uh, switch it up. Maybe, uh, you know, try a different try a different teacher out because everybody learns differently, and that's just not how I do it. That's just not how I do it. Anywho. I said resent instead of resent, and it made me happy. So this one says, hey, Carly, love the podcast. Thank you for providing me with my uh, weekly serotonin boost. Please give a shout out to my cousin Maddie as she introduced me to this incredible podcast and encouraged me to write in. Hi, Maddie girls. 
um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks. Uh, you guys, I swear to God, word of mouth is, is what keeps this podcast, uh, you know, getting listeners. I mean, I swear we've never done, I'm not with a production company with this podcast, but I used to be, but the, there's never been a promo for this. There's never been, it's really strictly word of mouth. I don't even really post it on my Instagram. I don't think I have in years. So I appreciate you guys for, for spreading the word. You guys are doing the heavy lifting and, and I do appreciate that. Okay. So this says the story begins with your Canadian girly traveling to Thailand for the first time in 2018 with my best friend. I was enjoying these sights and the hot weather until about day number three while walking out in Bangkok. I thought I should pick myself up a seven 11 Slurpee. Oh, I love that. If you were Adam, you would say it's a, it's a seven 11 type day. Uh, I know that a lot of listeners are thinking you shouldn't eat ice cream in tropical destinations, but your girl was too hot in the 38 plus degree weather to care while enjoying my tasty frozen treat. I was walking around a market and started to feel a rumbling in my stomach. Nothing I haven't dealt with before because I'm an IBS girly. So I kept walking around until the cramps started. I turned around to my friend and told her we need to find a bathroom because something's going on in my stomach. Uh Oh, we pro- uh, processed to leave the market and the cramps only got worse as we had already been ripped off by a tuk-tuk driver. We planned to walk back to the hostel. It was about a 40, 50 minute walk. And I thought I would be able to find a bathroom on the way back. I was wrong. As we continued to walk, the streets were less busy and not many tourists were around. My friend and I went to a few shops to ask for the bathroom, but nobody spoke English. The cramps had now gotten so bad that, and we were 30 minutes away from the hostel. And I told my friend, I need to go now, or I'm going to shit my pants. God, is that not the worst sentence to say? Oh, that is, that is a very, just that sentence alone, that, that, uh, Jesus Christ has a lot of feeling connected, uh, connected to it. It's a visceral thing to say. Everything inside of me was telling myself not to do it, but eventually I had no choice. My friend and I ran down a side street and I pulled my shorts down and you guessed it. I shit in the street. Hey, girls got to do what a girl's got to do. There were no dumpsters to hide behind nothing. I was out in the open street. My friend attempted to cover me with the only thing we had, which was a scarf that was blowing in the wind. (laughs) The entire time I kept apologizing to her as I was so embarrassed. This was my bridesmaids, the movie moment with Maya Rudolph shitting in the wedding dress on the street. Carly, I bet you're thinking this is the end of the story, but I'm sad to say it isn't. No. After I shit in the street, I felt a lot better. So I pulled my shorts up and continued to walk back to the hospital hostel. Well, I thought it was the end of, I thought it was the end of my cramping, but it definitely was not over. My friend and I were able to find a bathroom in a local smoothie bar in the bathroom. There was a sink with a single bathroom stall. So my friend waited for me by the sink. After I expelled everything that was inside my body, I realized the bathroom had no toilet paper. No. How could the situation get worse? I asked my friend if there were any tissues by the sink and she replied, no, only a cloth and a hand towel. Oh God. I told her to pass me the towel because your girl's got to clean herself up after this nightmare that had just occurred. She handed me the hand towel reluctantly and proceeded to tell me this is why stores shouldn't let strangers in off the street to use their washroom. Girl, now why is she slandering you? (laughs) We quickly left the smoothie shop in fear of the lady walking out behind the counter, finding the evidence of the ruined t- 
towel in the garbage. I thankfully made it back to the hostel only for my diarrhea to progress. Oh God. In the meantime, I started to pack up my things and I was sure I needed to go to the hospital. All while my friend who was hanging out in the hostel's common area decided to go ask one of the staff on advice on what to do. Let me just say that this hostel staff member was a man who was about our age, decently attractive. And he had just followed me on Instagram the day before. No, he was able to provide some good advice, which my friend passed along to me about emodium and hydration, which kept me having kept me from having to go to the hospital. Stanley's saying hi. You want to say hi? Okay. Uh, but tell me why I had to see this man again in the hostel lobby days later. And he asked me if I was feeling any better. How embarrassing. He also still follows me on Instagram. Okay. So he thought you were cute. Listen, at that point, it doesn't, at that point, the, you can't have, uh, you can't worry about it. It happens to the best of us and you got to do what you got to do. So I wouldn't worry about the cutie. Um, Let's see. This one says, why am I crying over a loser? Mm -mm -mm. Hi, Car. Okay, so first things first, I need every single listener to take my advice. And if you're ever feeling insecure, take a trip overseas. I was just in Ireland, Scotland, and England for two weeks, and I've never been more complimented or felt hotter in my life. Your girl was a little hoe. Good for you. Ireland, Scotland, and England. Okay, it's giving UK. It's giving the UK. I love that for you. That being said, why am I so still still so sad about my situationship here in America who called it off when I got back because his dog died and he has to quote unquote find his own way now. What? I had the hottest men drooling over me in another country, but now I'm sad about the bald colorblind middle-aged man with gout and IBS who let out the longest toots every morning when he peed. Girl, I'm feeling ill reading that. I'm feeling ill, babes. All right. I'll say it in a language I think you understand. <laughs> and he doesn't even have an Irish accent, see? But help me because I'm still so sad about it. I think it's more the rejection than anything, but I don't know. Of course, that's what it is. Of course, that's what it is. It's definitely the rejection. Well, Stanley, what, buddy? Is there anything that you want to add? Yeah. Okay, buddy. She says, also, we're still friends on socials and I can never decide if it's better to go silent and have him have no idea what's happening in my life or to post all the fun, cool stuff that I'm doing. Like, look what you missed out on. Give me attention. I know it's horrible, but it's what I want. See the error of your ways, sir. Love you so much. And thank you for helping the girly swirlies. Here's a picture of my cat and my pig being besties. Stop. You have a pig. How could any man, how could any man end things with a girl that has a pig. I mean, it feels like the number one criteria that a guy would look for. Are you kidding me? Do you know how cool someone is and how much fun somebody is and how silly someone is if they have a pig? If a guy had a pig and we met and he, and I met his pig and like, we're dating, I would never leave him. And I mean that. I would absolutely never leave him. He could cheat. He could lie. He could steal. And I would go, give me that little oinker. I want to see the pig. God, what a fun, whimsical life you must have over there. Pigs are so cute. 
If I ever have land, you bet your ass I'm getting one. I already know if I ever have land, I'm getting so many animals. Well, I would get a pig. I would get, well, do pigs need friends? Maybe I would get two pigs if so. And I would probably also get a couple chickens because, you know, girls got to have eggs. I I wouldn't, um, you know, do the thing with the chickens. I would let the chickens live out their lives, happy lives. Um, Okay, so let's see. So here's the thing. This is definitely has a lot to do with rejection. I think that we take things so personal when when these things happen, even if it's with somebody that you're like, this isn't my person. I don't see this man being my husband or my, of the father of my children. I don't see us move. You know, you can't even picture a future with somebody. Um, and yet it's still hurtful when they want to go separate ways, especially if they give you some type of a bullshit thing, like my dog died and I'm just trying to find myself. Hold on, you guys, I'm going to try and give Stanley a treat so that he stops screaming. Hold on. Okay. Let's see if, let's see if that worked. I did a little churu situation. I did a little churu treat. If you don't know, you got to figure it out. But, and you guys, I want to stress to you, this is about the cat. still. I want to stress to you that this, this really, I mean, sometimes it happens when I'm not recording around the phone, but this really only happens when I'm recording. He's like, I know you're working and I need you to stop. He's like, I want to watch TV with you. Okay. He's like, I want to snuggle with you. I want to watch TV with you. I want to play. And I think that's what it is. I think it's just that I'm not focusing on him. He's jealous. He's typical man, typical man. Um, okay. So, but yes, I think that in terms of going silent versus posting to make him jealous, I don't know if really posting to make someone jealous really works. Um, to a certain extent, I guess, but if someone wants to be with you, they're going to do whatever they can to be with you. So it's just like, he's giving you a bullshit excuse. He's, he sounds literally like, he sounds like terrible girl, please. Um, he's an asshole to you. He, he farts for 10 minutes straight. Pretty much. She said, I don't know if you said that, but that's what I'm picturing. And I'm, and I'm all set on that. So I think it's just the rejection that hurts you. Girl, go out with your friends. Go out with your friends. Don't worry about him. Because at the end of the day, what is he really giving you? Other than maybe a disease that's contagious, you know? I know, I know irritable bowel syndrome is, but who knows? We also have AG1. I absolutely love AG1. I use it all it, literally every single day I drink AG1. It is hot girl summer. It's time to level up your health. AG1 makes it super easy for me to be on top of my nutrition without taking a million pills and vitamins every single day. I drink AG1 in the morning before starting my day and it truly makes me feel incredible. It replaces your multivitamin, your probiotic and more all in one simple step. Just one scoop of powder in water once a day and drink it up. You guys, I was talking to somebody the other day about, they were talking about all these vitamins and all of these things that they take. And I said, I take AG1 every morning. Um, and they literally, the guy was like, are you like a fitness person? I was like, yeah, obviously. Obviously I'm a fitness person. I drink AG1. Okay. I'm very athletic. And, and that's that. 
Uh, but it really is easy because, God, taking a bunch of vitamins, a handful of vitamins in the morning, woo, it gets me. So I absolutely love it. And I love the little, they, they sell these little packets that you can bring, just have them in your purse just in case, you know, or if you're traveling, like when I am going to LA and stuff like that, I just have a bunch of them in my bag because it just makes it so easy. You just put it in a water bottle. Um, it's such an easy addition to any health routine or an awesome jumping off point. If you're someone who wants to start treating their body better, but doesn't quite know where to start. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash secret keepers. That's drink ag1.com slash secret keepers check it out we also have lumi listen summertime is sweaty chances are if you're using some run-of-the-mill deodorant you are going to smell awful by mid-afternoon and i'm sorry it's just the facts luckily lumi is the worst is the not the worst the world's first okay whole body deodorant and it's here to keep you smelling amazing everywhere it's clinically proven to control your odor on your pits on your privates under your boobs wherever you need it for a whopping 72 hours that is three damn days three whole days of smelling fresh and good with lumi i love the um lumi deodorants they smell amazing they have all different scents i love that they come in wipes again something so easy anything i could just throw in my purse add to cart I love it so much. It's so nice to have deodorant wipes on you because, girl, I'm sweating like I'm sweating like a damn pig out here in the summertime. Unlike lots of deodorants that try to mask body odor with a fragrance, Lumi is made with mendelic acid to stop odor before it even starts. It's aluminum-free, it's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH balance for below-the-belt use. Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid-stick deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special order offer just for the grillies, new customers get $5 off a Lumi Starter Pack with code SECRET at lumideodorant.com. That's over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use the code SECRET. So this one says, SOS, I need help. Hey, Carly and the cutie kitty cat Kings. I love the show and your personality slash humor. You brighten my day. Oh, thank you so much. And I hope you never end this podcast. Oh, we're, we're writing this podcast till the wheels fall off with the wheels fall off girls. I'm writing in with a hot topic and would also love your input or perspective from other listeners on the show. Um, the situation is that my boyfriend and I are both pro-choice, but I myself wouldn't want to get an abortion. Between the months of April and July, we had two incidences where the condoms have broken. I took plan B the first time and was very late having my period and thought that I was pregnant. It really had me thinking about the reality of the situation. I suggested that we stop having sex because we see things so different. And he was like, what the hell? He thought I was trying to get him to break up with me. He said, are you saying we should just break up? My boyfriend has made it clear that he does not want to have children right now. Rightfully so. We have only been together for five months and I totally get it to the point where he wants me to get an abortion if I end up pregnant. We were always very careful and I actually never have been open to taking plan B until I met him because he has so much anxiety about having a child. I suggested that maybe we shouldn't have sex because if I ended up pregnant, we don't agree on what to actually do with the pregnancy. Either way you look at it, it would result in one of us resenting each other and we would eventually end up breaking up anyway. I don't think that I could get an abortion and not resent him and vice versa. He's made it clear if I keep the child, he wouldn't be around for it. 
keep in mind, we are both in our thirties and dating with the intention of marriage and children eventually, but he just doesn't feel financially ready for a child and is the type of person who would need a specific plan in place for everything. And when it doesn't go as planned, he gets pissed. He recently bought his first home. I'm not living with him. And this is the other main topic of his concerns is that he wouldn't be able to afford his quarter of a million dollar home anymore slash maintain the lifestyle that he wants to have. My thoughts are that I, are that one, he honestly shouldn't have gotten the house because it's too damn expensive to begin with. And I feel like it's a little above his means. And two, it makes me wonder if he's ever going to feel ready. Don't get me wrong. I want to reiterate that I'm not intentionally trying to have a baby right now, but I can't bring myself to getting an abortion. I'm not pregnant, but the last scare really just got me thinking. I'm starting to doubt if we're the right ones for each other because there's such a huge divide. What are your thoughts on everything? Do you think that we just aren't right for one another? I'm open to all thoughts on this. Am I just being crazy? Because that's a possibility too. Love you so much. Kiss you right on the freaking lips. Um, P.S. When I took the plan B, he accused me of not really taking it. Like, why the fuck would you accuse me of that? I was flabbergasted and offended to say the least. Girl, I'm going to tell you something right now. And you know, I don't really do this. You know that I'm usually very diplomatic about if we should break up or if we should stay together. I don't think this is your man. I'm sorry. I don't think this is your person. I'm sorry. Because first of all, something that men obviously can't grasp is that we do have to worry about these things. The woman always has to worry about these things. It's not like, oh, you must be trying to get pregnant since this is a topic of conversation. It's like, no, I'm being realistic because I live in this reality and I live on planet Earth and I'm the one that that would be dealing with the brunt of this situation. So, yeah, I'm trying to be safe and cautionary. And sometimes you think worst case scenario, you know, or or not worst case scenario, but most unexpected scenario. Because we have to, because we don't have the the luxury of not worrying about that. Um, but with that all being said, I'm going to tell you the two biggest red flags here. Number one is that he accused you of not taking the plan B. Fuck that. Uh, sir, I'm not trying to trap you. Okay. I'm not trying to trap you. And number two, he seems very selfish. Um, it, like, because he's like, well, if I have a baby, I might not be able to afford my house. Okay. Is that, is that maybe you can't afford your house, you know, but also this is the line that got me. He's made it clear that if I keep the child, he wouldn't be around for it. Okay. He doesn't seem like your person. I'm sorry. He just doesn't. I would say bye-bye. I would say we're not a right, we're not the right fit. If you, if you don't understand also nothing gets me more fucking angry than men trying to have some type of control of what we do with our bodies. Sorry. Bye. You got to go. He's got to go. Ugh. that really just grinded my damn gears and I'm sorry. got a little hot and bothered, but if I was ever with a guy, right. And we were having this conversation of, Ooh, I know we're not planning to get pregnant, but what would happen if I did? And he said, I wouldn't be there for you. That would be all I needed. That would be all I needed. Um, because that tells you everything you need to know about him. And it feels like he's a control freak and I'm all set. I'm all set. 
you know? What what type of uh, birth control are, are the are the girls using now? Are we on the pill? Because I have my IUD. I've had my IUD for I think um, since twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen, and God, it is nice because I never have to worry about it, never think about it, you know. And of course, you could still get pregnant if you have an IUD, like just you know if the fucking stars are aligned in a certain way, but. It's nice to not have to every day take a pill. <clears throat> but yeah, girl, he, he's got to fucking go. Sorry. Hate to see it, but let, let somebody else deal with that shit. You need somebody that supports you and, and quite honestly respects you more than that. This one says, jealous of my hubby's ex. Please read. Hi, Carly and the kitty cats. I'm a huge fan of yours since Girl Code and have been listening to the potty since you and Emma were vabbing and that was a thing. <laughs> I know. what Are the girls still vabbing? One of you DM'd me last week. Shout out to my girls because there's two of you that are friends that you sent me a screenshot of the conversation you guys had. And my girl was going out on a date. She liked the guy. She thought he was cute. And the other one said, you should vab. And she said, well, what's vabbing? And she said, Carly, talk. it's a Carly thing. You guys, I cannot stress this enough. I heard of this from somebody else. I did not invent this. Okay, I can't take all the credit. But I said, well, let me know how the date goes, girl. And she said, I vabbed. And, and, we, and he kept telling me that I uh, smell really good. And, he, um, and we hooked up. Okay, I know that's right. She says, love your style and you brighten up the most boring days of work for me and give solid advice to the girls. Oh, thank you. Buckle up because this is ridiculous, but a real struggle for me. I have been with my husband for six years. He has a 10 year old daughter whom I met when she was four and two cutie little boys of our own that give off major Stanley and Robert vibes for real. <laughs> my husband is my best friend and he's super logical and dependable. Um, He's the super logical and dependable one in the relationship. I know he loves me and just has a hard time expressing it with his words, which is something that I deeply appreciate from time to time, but I don't expect from him. My problem is that I have a, an immense amount of jealousy for his ex-wife. She's done terrible things to him and I know he'll never miss her. Uh, she cheated on him with his ex, tried to get custody of their daughter, etc. but I can't help but feel like I'm competing with her. She's beautiful and has a banging body. I know I shouldn't compare myself, but I just do, especially if she is the one that broke his heart years ago. I also feel, feel fear that my stepdaughter compares us too. I work and she doesn't. So she has more time to take care of household things than I do. And I feel my SD might compare us in that way. She also buys her anything that she wants. Also, she's super conservative and makes it a point that she'll make out with an AK-47 with red, white, and blue stripes painted on it. LOL. I know. My husband and stepdaughter are super duper close, and I've been always naturally feeling like an outsider. How do I cope with this insecurity? I need to hear from my big sis something encouraging. I'm just so jealous of mom, even though I'm in a loving relationship. I feel like I can never physically measure up for some reason. P.S. I'm super close with my in-laws and they hate her. LOL. I know I'm inside better than her, to be honest, but I obsess over looks every single day. Oh, girl, you're breaking my heart. Please help kiss you right on the lips. Attaches my cute little family uh, in front of a barn at my mom's and a pic of her. I'm the one. Okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to um, read the descriptions, but 
Let's see. Let me see. How cute. Girl, first of all, you're kidding me, right? Stop. You look like this actress that I love. What the hell is her name? <gasps> no, you literally look like a Disney princess. I know you're kidding. What a cute. Oh, my God. Wait, no, your kids are so cute. Stop. Because one of her kids is wearing. Oh, no, two of the kids are wearing overalls. Stop. That's so cute. <gasps> Girl, you're gorgeous. Stop it. I'm literally. When I see the women, this is just like so proof that this is such a universal feeling. Like we just sometimes feel like shit about ourselves because we're conditioned to feel like shit about ourselves. Um, but when I see when people say that they don't feel attractive and then I see a picture of them and I go, oh, my God, the way that she literally looks like it's like Cinderella. OK. It's just everyone feels this way. You want to know what the girl that you think that you you know, the girl that you keep comparing yourself to, she feels this way about herself too. It's just a universal thing. If you're a woman, we're born and designed to, we're forced so much when we're young. And especially I feel like our generation, <clears throat> I don't know how old you are, but I feel like my generation was probably the last generation of that toxic, like tabloid. Like I think about it all the time, all the celebrities that were famous, the women when I was young, seeing like star magazine and it would be like this woman, this fat whale with like on the cover of magazines, if someone gained like three pounds. So we've thought about that shit our entire lives. So even subconsciously, don't worry about it, girl. He obviously loves you. You guys have a beautiful, gorgeous family together. He's not thinking about her. I, I, I get, I, I don't, of course, like I'm saying, I get it in a sense where it's like we all feel this way. So I, I'm compassionate in that way. But I don't think you have anything to worry about. Don't worry about it. He obviously loves you and it seems like she put him through hell. So at the end of the day, that speaks more than what anyone looks like. <clears throat> this one says, I think my dog is mad at me. Oh, my God. Hi, Carl's Jr. Have you ever beefed with a two-year-old Dalmatian? I'm going to sign I'm going to sign my dang rights over to gosh darn Cruella DeVille. The other night, I take this little monster out to potty and he went number one and wouldn't go number two. So I was finally like, you know what? Sure, he hasn't taken a shit all day, but maybe he just doesn't have to go. I go to the bathroom and come out and there's a pile and I mean pile of shit in my kitchen. Oh, my God. Think that scene from Jurassic Park where they dig up <laughs> the triceratops poop and this heifer is sitting on my couch looking at me like what is there a problem here then tonight I stayed up a little past my bedtime I finally go upstairs and we're cuddling and I'm watching some YouTube videos on my phone Carly when I tell you I locked my phone and rolled over to close my eyes and not even three minutes later I'm picking up shit in my bedroom stop I just rolled over and closed my eyes this asshole go goes and drinks an entire bowl of water when he as if he's never had high quality H2O before in his life. And I could hear it all happening. I guess I spooked him before he was done. After I was done cleaning, because I see a little nugget on my sheets. Stop. So I'm up at 6 a.m. having never gone to bed, doing laundry, taking a shower because. In 2021, I thought I'd get a dog so I wouldn't be so lonely. Well, joke's on me. No, but in all seriousness, he's the best decision I ever made, and I would absolutely die for him. I wrote to you not too long ago about how he ate five edibles. That was 
<laughs> that was a trip and not just for him. Oh, well, he is cute. And he he uh, he's smiling in this picture. I love when dogs smile. I'm like, what's so funny, cutie? But uh, what the hell? What is having him do that? Animals, animals are crazy with their bowel movements. I'll tell you that much right now. And if you're a cat person, you know that cats really love to just throw up sometimes. Nothing gets my cats happier than just barfing. Um, let's see. You know, God, I don't know if he's mad at you, though. I would be more mad if my cats were... I would be more upset if my cats were mad at me than if like a person I was dating was mad at me because they're my angels. They're my everything. Okay. This one says dating an employee question mark dating an employee. I've worked in hospital my whole life. I dated bosses before, but I've never dated somebody that I manage recently. I developed a little crush on one of my employees. He's five years younger than me and we probably have nothing in common, but I'm bored and he's cute. And there is nothing hotter than a secret work fling. I've approached my managers before, obviously, because I've dated them, but I don't know how to make the first move as a supervisor. Realistically, I probably won't do anything. It could potentially affect my job if people found out. And I've never been with a guy younger than me. I think I'm just bored and lonely. Curious to hear your thoughts, though, because I literally worship. Oh, thanks, girl. I love so much. Thanks, XOXO. See, I think it's the power dynamic, right, that get that makes it, you know, crossing a certain line. It's the power dynamic of like, you're the boss, he's the employee, or you're the manager, he's the employee. Do you know what I'm saying? It's kind of off kilter in that way. Um, but stranger things have happened. And if it's something that you guys both mutually want, listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shake a stick at it. Of course, I don't support, listen, I don't support office romance, girls. I don't do it. But hey, sometimes the girls are gonna do what the girls are gonna do. My friend, um, she works with like, like the, her entire building. She works at this huge building in the city and her entire building is like hot guys. It's like every guy that works in her industry is just like a fucking hot guy. And she sees them all the time. She's a very professional businesswoman. They're very professional. And she's, she's like, girl, my, everyone that works in my building is like a gorgeous, sexy man. And couldn't be me, right? Because she's so professional. She doesn't talk to any of them, but I would have 30 baby daddies and 15 side booths. You know, everybody's different. Um, but I told her, I said, girl, you got to start flirting. You know, what are we doing here? Because everybody that she works with, they're all married to guys that they met at work. So I'm crunching the numbers and it's looking pretty good for my girly out there. I told her, I said, start flirting in the elevators. You don't even have to really try that hard. You just go like, wow, I, I didn't bring an umbrella today. I didn't bring my umbrella. And it's going to rain. Talk about the damn weather. You know, nothing inappropriate, but see. I bet you, I bet you she's going to end up meeting someone. I swear. I, I know she's going to end up meeting someone at work. So I'm pro. Listen, do whatever you got to do. As long as you don't get in trouble, you don't lose your job and you don't make someone feel uncomfortable. I think you're fine. Listen, that's bad advice. I'm going to tell you something right now. Very, very rarely do I know it as it's coming out of my mouth to say, girl, you shouldn't be saying that. You shouldn't be saying that. Okay. Have I ever done it? No, but I've also never really had. Well, I worked in restaurants and stuff and I worked in hair salons, but there was never a guy in a hair salon that I wanted to hang out with. 
but I guess I would have, I don't know. The only thing you have to worry about, of course, is the aftermath of it. Um, but ugh, I know, I, I know that that was bad advice and I'm sorry. Uh, this one says new ick unlocked kitty picks included. Hi, Carly and the babies kiss you right on the lips. Also, I love when you go all the time <laughs> involuntarily as well. So just don't stop doing it. They, uh, thank you so much. I have an ick to share with the girls when you're kissing a guy who's wearing a baseball cap and he spins it around while kissing you. Stop. I'm crying at that. Ew, I'm getting grossed out just thinking about it. Ugh. No, I hear you on that. Cause it's like, first of all, just take the fucking hat off, dude. Why do you need the, why do you need a, why do you need a baseball cap backwards? Then she has, let me see her cats. Stop. She has a gray one. <gasps> she has a gray one that kind of looks like a Maine Coon. And then, oh, a cutie little tabby. Stop. Not, not him sitting in a basket. He looks like my favorite internet cat. I love you, Stefan. It's called with his arm out like that. Wow. This, this gray one is Gorgina. Really beautiful. Looks like a, like a lion. Uh, okay. This one says to reach out or not. Hi, Carly. You just recently found your podcast about two months ago and I've fallen in love with your advice and your humor. Oh, thank you so much. I'm looking for advice, if any, on my current situation. A few months ago, I started dating a guy and we were having a really good time together. I was staying the night with him, meeting some of his friends and just enjoying each other's company. From what I could tell, he and what he said, we were really vibing and the feelings were mutual on both sides. Fast forward, we had plans to hang out and he bailed like an hour before claiming he had an appointment the next day. Oh, that's weird. Um, weird to me. Yep. Because if it was that important, why would you have made plans? This was the second time this happened and my feelings were really hurt. So I reacted in parentheses, yikes, and pretty much told him to shit or get off the pot. I don't want to waste my time. He reassured me that he really liked me and blah, blah, blah. From there, though, our conversation just got slower and we are not and event and eventually we were not talking much. I eventually asked what's going on and he said that he didn't think it was a great. Oh, sorry. He said he didn't think he was feeling. He didn't think I was feeling it. Okay, I'm sorry. Wow, I imagined it, the entire sentence completely off. So she asked him what was going on. He said he didn't think she was feeling it. In parentheses, was he gaslighting me? A thousand percent. A thousand percent he was gaslighting you. I really like this guy and I'm in interested in exploring what could be based off our previous time together. Did I scare him off? Do I reach out and say something help? You know, what I've noticed is if somebody really likes us, there's really not much you could do or say that is going to scare them off. Um, if they really, really like you, because when we really like someone, we're making excuses. We're, we're overseeing red flags. We have no fucking idea what's going on because we just got have hearts in our eyes. I swear to God, you give me, if I really like someone, like truly really like someone, I will be like, nothing could really get me. Of course, if, if it's a moral, if it's a moral discrepancy, I would, I would be able to back away. No problem. But, you know, you, you make up excuses for, for people if they give you red flags and you give them a little bit more time to redeem themselves. If, if they give you some type of red flag, also, you didn't do anything wrong. I just want to like hammer that in you saying, Hey, don't waste my time. 
is not uh <laughs> is not being crazy girls you saying it's so funny because we we just really all think that we're crazy because we're treated like we're crazy every time we fucking express ourselves the way that you want to know what's so insane that I keep thinking about when I'm dating people, when my friends are dating people, the way that men are, if women acted the way that men are, forget it, we would all be locked away in, in a mental institution because they would have us locked up. We're not even nearly as crazy as they are. And you could, I swear, I'll die on that hill. I'm not saying that we don't do crazy things and and have like, in, you know, some tendencies sometimes to be a little cuckoo. But at the end of the day, the way men have acted, reacted and treated me and my friends, forget it. It could never even compare. They'll tell a, a woman will be telling me a story and I'll go like this. I'll go. Imagine if a woman did that. Because she would be locked up. Anywho. Don't worry about it. If somebody stops talking to you or if it fizzles out after you express yourself, they did you the biggest fucking favor. And that's why that's why you said what you said in the first place. He was wasting your time. Hello. I really can't with these guys. I would absolutely not reach out. Absolutely not reach out. This one says, am I needy or is he cheap and just doesn't like me? Hi, Carly and the handsome kitties, new listener for a couple months and first time writer. Oh, thanks so much for tuning in. So this October, I recently got out of a two and a half year relationship. Things honestly weren't that bad, but he had severe jealousy issues, especially when he drank. My last straw was when he got mad at me for hugging one of my friends who is a girl. Okay. Things were that bad, by the way. Things weren't that bad, but I wasn't allowed to have friends. Okay. Anywho, not the point. This ex would buy me everything to the point where I don't know if it was love bombing because I would be happy when we were out to dinner and he brought me breakfast, etc. He would constantly buy me coffee and bring me smoothies to work, even though I worked 30 minutes away. But some of the gift giving happened after fights and a lot of it was so extra, like an Apple watch for our six month anniversary or an iPad for Christmas or my uh, favorite a dresser after we broke up as well as an edible arrangement. A dresser? Girl, do you mean a dresser? I reread it. It doesn't say dress. It says dresser. Girl, you mean the like a huge piece of furniture? See, that is a little excessive. I mean, I don't even know how that something like that would happen. But I love how it was a dresser and an edible arrangement. God, I love an edible arrangement. Woo! You give me a, you give me a, you, you know, you give me a chocolate cup or pineapple. Forget it. I'm going crazy. Anywho, she says, I've been dating somebody now for two months who is extremely anal about where he spends his money. I'll mention that I love when people do acts of service and gave the example of somebody buying me coffee. And he said, oh, well, that's a waste of money. Sometimes he'll go to Cumberland Farms in the morning and get himself a Celsius. I honestly don't care that we don't go out to dinner that much because I was spending way too much on food anyway. But honestly, it takes $5 to make my day. And he thinks it's a waste of money, but will buy himself alcohol and not ask me what I want. Additionally, we pay separate um, at places like a smoothie bar. I don't know if I'm being shallow and I'm just used to being paid for. I feel like it should be equal, but you know, I like a sweet treat sometimes or just something to know that you're thinking about me. 
this guy is so sweet and not toxic at all, which is a good switch up. But I keep thinking about how my ex would go out of his way to make me feel important. But also he made me cry. I don't know if that was English. Just looking (laughs) to see if I'm crazy. I'll attach pictures of the men because I know you enjoy it. Hugs and kisses. Okay, let's see. This is the ex. Okay. And this is the, this is the guy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So here's the thing. I don't think it's shallow to, I, I don't think this is shallow at all. Okay. I think somebody that is frugal needs to be with somebody else that's on the same page as them because it's just not a match. Do you want to know why? Because it takes the fun out of going out and having these experiences together because there's this like overlaying cloud of, oh God, like I I hate if you're out with somebody and they're like, God, this, this costs this much money or, oh my God, this place is, it's just like, listen, then we shouldn't have gone out, you know? I don't know. I, uh, girl, that's such like a, it's kind of a deal breaker for me. I'm not saying you have to spend a fortune on me. I'm not asking for gifts. I'm not asking for anything crazy. And I think that you can live within your means in terms of like, you don't have to go out to dinner every single night, or you don't have to go out to dinner three times a week. You go out once a week, once every other week. But it's like, I don't want to feel like an asshole for feeling like this guy's taking me on a date. I want to be like, I want to feel like someone's taking me out on a date. Otherwise, guess what? I'm going out with my girls. Because I have I have more fun with my girlies anyway. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's shallow to feel that way. And I know that that's a point of, you know, that conversation always kind of gets skewed in a different way where it's like, well, things should be equal. Yes, things should be equal. I understand where you're coming from, but there's a way to have it equal. It doesn't have to be like, okay, the check is here. Let's both put our cards down. Like, that's not that's not the only way to make something equal. If you take me out to dinner, when I see some, you know, I'll bring you a coffee. I'll bring you like, you know, just like something I, you pay it back in some fucking way. And I hate counting. I hate counting pennies. It drives me nuts. I used to go out with this guy who would be like, let's go out to dinner. And we would go out to dinner. We would sit down and he would go, do you want to split this sandwich or do you want to split this pasta? And, and I eventually said to him, I said, I can't go out to eat with you anymore. (laughs) And I know I sound like such a bitch for saying that to him, but he said, what, why? I said, because when we leave, I'm, I'm still hungry and I'd rather just eat at home and come eat up with you later. Honestly, because girls, one thing about me, I got to fucking eat. I got to eat. I'm not one of these people that sits down when they go out to dinner and has two bites and has a great conversation. No, I'm not talking to you until I'm done eating. I'm starving. When I go out to eat, I'm like, I am getting, I want to eat so much. Okay. It's a special fucking treat. Doesn't need to happen all the time, but I want to, I want to enjoy food. That's the whole point of going out. Otherwise I would, I eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich when I'm home or I'll make ramen noodles or pasta or something. You know, I would get so mad. I'm like, yeah, I get like, I get, imagine, imagine that. And I told him, I said, I really, he asked me to go out and I said, I really don't want to girl. How me? That's mean. I shouldn't have said that, but I'm just like, I can't, I'm, I'm literally hungry when I leave. I want to actually eat. (laughs) It's hard to be, uh, 
with somebody like this and it's hard to, and again, I'm, and again, I want to stress this too. You can spend $2 and make my day. I remember every single thing. Like I remember I was dating a guy not that long ago and we met up to go out on a date and he gave me a bar of chocolate. He's like, I thought of you. And I bought this. I thought of you because I thought you would like this chocolate. Okay. I love you. It's really just that simple, just a little tiny thing. I'm not a materialistic person. I'm not asking you to buy me a house or a yacht or a fucking anything. But I think if you don't, if you don't, I know what I want. And I think like, if I found the right person, I would be ready to be in a relationship. But if you can't swing, like taking me out to dinner, you're probably not ready to be in a relationship. Sorry. I know that there are people who are who are MFing me right now. But I just I can't. You want to know why? Because I've dated guys like this before and it never fucking works out because it always ends up being like a a dark cloud over a date. And I don't want to feel like I'm a burden to you. Um, even like fr- none of my friends are like this. My friends are like, yeah, we're out to dinner. Let's get drinks. I'll buy the next round, blah, blah, blah. Cause it's just like, it's just so much. What's the point of going out if you're not going to enjoy it? Um, yeah, I, I couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Also, the fact that you've brought it up to him and said, you know, I just like if you get me like candy or something or if you get me a coffee and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. OK, cool. Sick. Love that for me. Thanks so much. Um, let's do these fuck Mary kills. This one says, "Ooh, Tom Hardy, Ryan Gosling, Pedro Pascal. Wow. Wow. I'm marrying Tom Hardy. I love him. I just love him so much. Tom Hardy is is sexy. He's a sexy man. I'm probably going to kill Ryan Gosling, unfortunately, because I'm not killing Pedro. So I'm fucking Pedro. I'm I'm oh, no. You know what? I'm sorry. Let me change. I'm I'm marrying Pedro. I'm fucking Tom. I'm killing Ryan because I feel like that is actually the better. That is actually the better thing. Um, And then this one is okay. So this is a situational fuck, Mary kill the first day back to work after vacation the heavy flow day of your period or having to work on your birthday. Oof. I feel like I've worked on my birthday the last 12 years. I've done, I've been like on the road on my birthday, but that doesn't really bother me though, because that's like actually fun. Cause it's like, I don't know. I just like it. Let's see. I don't mind. I don't think. Yeah. Let's see. First day of back to work after vacation. I'm killing the heavy flow day of my period because that's a nightmare to me. That's a nightmare to me. So I got to kill that. If I could never experience that for the rest of my life, I would. And then, so that's getting killed. I guess having to work on your birthday, I would marry and then I would fuck the first day back to work after vacation. Cause that kind of sucks, right? That kind of is like, even like summer vacation going back to school, you're just like, ugh. Got it. it takes you a minute to get back in the swing of things. But anywho, you guys, I love you. Um, you can send questions into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. I hope you all have a great week. Great start of your week. We're starting off the week with good vibes, positive vibes, good energy. Keep that energy up, girls.
Don't let anybody take it. Don't let anybody ruin your energy. Okay. We're protecting ourselves. Happy, happy uh, Monday or whenever you're listening to this. Now I'm babbling. I love you guys so much. See you next week. Bye.